Welcome to Confessions with Cynthia, where we explore careers, relationships, and lifestyles of Homo sapiens. Hello, I'm your host Cynthia, and today's special guest has never been bitten by a mosquito and was born with two adult teeth that never came through. Please welcome John. Hi, I'm John Parkeridge Webb, and I'm an actor. Thanks for joining us, John. So, tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into acting. Um, I started acting about four and a half years ago. It's something that I've wanted to do since I was a kid, but I never really picked it up up until I was about 19. So. Yeah. Mm. And was there like a movie or a theatre show when you were a child that you saw and you were like, oh, I really want to be an actor. This is so cool. Um, I think as a kid, not really. Maybe Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man trilogy. But I feel like I really fell in love with acting when I first watched Stranger Things and mm. probably just Marvel movies in general. But Stranger Things really stuck it. <laughs> so it brought something out of you like, oh, I really see yourself in the television series as something that you saw you wanted to do. I, it wasn't so much that I saw myself. Mm. I just would, I got so obsessed with the show and I'd watch on YouTube behind the scenes and I just fell in love with the atmosphere that was on set and the relationships being built. And I was just like, I really want to do that really badly. That's so cool. And did you actually study any acting in high school prior to watching Stranger Things at all? I didn't know. I, um, I did some acting training as a kid. Mm. Um, but I went to an all-boys Catholic school, which was mainly sports, and I wasn't the sporty type, um, so I didn't really have anything to express myself creatively. So that's why I took a gap year after I graduated high school before I even decided that I wanted to be an actor. Mm, and what was like some of the things that you learnt in your first kind of like dabbling into acting when you went into acting classes? That it's scary. <laughs> 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 it was so scary. Um, I it was I realized that I was really out of my depth and it really showed me how unconfident I was and it brought out so much anxiety. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it seemed like you kept going on even though you felt so uncomfortable. What kept you going apart from this is something you still really want to do, even though you're so out of, you know, your comfort zone. Again, uh, talking, like thinking back on the, uh, the Stranger Things thing, watching more and more behind the scenes and seeing these actors work with each other on set, I think it was the relationship, the relationships that they built with each other. And I just loved that so much. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And to this day, there's not a day that goes by that I'm like, I'm not going to be an actor. It's, oh. it's what I'm going to do. And I guess I just stay passionate and obsessed with it. And that's what just keeps me going. I love that. And I know that we did studying acting school together. How did you find that experience? Well, I mean, it's NIDA. <laughs> getting, <laughs> yeah. in, getting into NIDA alone, even though it wasn't the three-year course. Oh, my God. That was something else. I remember getting the call and I started crying in my car because... I got into NIDA. That's crazy. That's so crazy. And the teachers were amazing. The facilities were amazing. I learned so much. I built so much confidence. It was just, it was my first time working with Pip Edwards, who's an incredible acting teacher. Yep, she is. And she is still in my life today as somewhat of a mentor. I had her at Screenwise as well. And yeah, I learned so much at NIDA. It was a brilliant experience. Absolutely. And I agree with you completely. It was something that was amazing to get that phone call and be like, you got the role, essentially. <laughs> After the audition, I almost cried as well. It was 
an ethereal experience where you're going to such a prestigious school and having met you and our little class was something of a privilege because we did it. And mm. also we went through a whole year together during the pandemic, acting together, almost like sharing Zoom all of our thoughts <laughs> together and just be, yes, being so close together and not losing our minds in the process and graduating at the end of the year was kind of bittersweet, would it, you say? It technically wasn't my first time at NIDA. Mm. I did do an eight-week course there in 2019, mm. uh, which was kind of my real first taste at mm. acting training. And that yeah. that eight weeks, I still hold very dear to me. Mm. I learned so much in that eight weeks. But getting into the one-year mm -hmm. course, that was, that was crazy. That yeah. was crazy. And was it a little bit different in terms of like having eight weeks crash course compared to like a one-year-long course? What was the difference that you found? It's <laughs> a bit more of a like sad thing, I guess. The eight-week course was very bittersweet because you built, I built so many like relationships and it ended really quickly. <laughs> um, I guess just being around so many amazing people for so long, for a whole year apart from eight, like, apart from eight weeks was just yeah it was something else i learned so much you'd bounce off each other and yeah it was really good yeah absolutely and i know that you did dabble your toes into the water a bit just to do a bit of extras acting and stuff like beforehand, that. beforehand yeah yeah so how did you find that that was that was crazy because uh, when i was about 14 15 16 up until i was 19 i just dreamt of being on a set you know mm. so badly i just wanted to be around the cameras and the crew and the other actors and my first real experience on set was as an extra on um, a movie called hearts and bones and that was something else that was crazy because the story behind that is i said to my mum after a, a, a gap year i want to be an actor that's what i want to do i can't i don't want to be a you know a manager anymore at the place i was working at i want to be an actor and she said okay let's let's you know try and work towards you becoming that and two weeks after i said that to her someone worked into walked into her office it was a location scout and said we're filming a movie outside your office and she chased after him down the hall and said my son wants to be an actor and, <laughs> and, <laughs> That's so sweet. and then he gave her his email and said we're looking for extras for this movie and then two weeks after that so a month after i told him i wanted to be an actor i was on set with hugo weaving and ah, it was crazy and just it was only a day it was so fun. I immediately fell in love with it. It really showed me that, yeah, this is what I want to do. This is where I want to spend my time on set. Oh, that so, is such yeah. an experience. And then two weeks after that, I was an extra on something else and it just kept on going. I was getting all these extra roles and it was really fun. Amazing. And did the time on set meet your expectations going into it? Oh my God. Yeah. I never wanted to leave. <laughs> You know, it would be a 12 hour shoot. And when the 12 hour shoot was over, I'm like, let's do another 12 hours. I, I want to stay. <laughs> oh, you got the acting bug there. Absolutely. I did. It bit me hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And tell me, there must be some funny stories. Can you give us a few? All right. So <laughs> my first, I'll, I'll tell a story from Hearts and Bones, the first one I was on. So I met the incredibly talented Lawrence Ola on uh, Hearts and Bones, who was my real first acting friend. And... <laughs> we got into costume and we got on set and I remember they were doing a take and halfway through the take someone started snoring and it's because Lawrence fell asleep on the hospital bed because we were filming in a hospital <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and they had to cut the take and Hugo was laughing and Lawrence was asleep and it was funny because in the shot he was had a blanket over him and then he had like socks on that were like party socks 
and it just was really silly because everyone had to stop while Lauren wake up Lawrence. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a really good that's a good moment, and especially with Hugo weaving, laughing together with you guys. Yeah, that's in so, the background, it was so funny. And then, what were some of like the most memorable moments that you had on set that you hold dear to your heart? So the most memorable moment I have on set is um, on the set of Thor: Love and Thunder. Because I was an extra on that, and it was my last time being an extra. Because I said I'm not going to be an extra anymore. I'm only going to do <laughs> things with words and it dialogue. Um, but there was about 200 of us. We were all in the the main courtyard of the set, which is the center of um, New Asgard. And I remember the AD came up to us, and they had to pick five extras out of the 200, and they picked me. And we got up to set, and it was me, Chris Hemsworth, Natalie Portman, and Taika Waititi, and all the crew. So it was just us seven or us eight. And then they positioned all the extras for the scene. And then they said to me, we don't actually need you. And I said, can I just sit here and be quiet and just watch? And they, because they were running low for time, they said yes. So I just sat there for half an hour and just watched Chris Hemsworth and Natalie Portman um, improv with each other while Taika Waititi was standing next to me with a megaphone directing them. Oh my goodness. That was that the craziest incredible. experience I've ever had on set. And you know what's even crazier? Remember Mohini? Yes, I remember she, Mohini. She was the assistant director. I think I saw her, her and I think I saw someone else. Oh, I forgot her name. She was redheaded, but she, not Zoe. Someone else. I forgot oh, her name. Oh, oh. <laughs> she was no, there. We, it, met, we, we, we bumped into each other on set. Really? Someone, you did? Someone that you know as well. Oh, um, Raffaella. It might have been her. Was it? Maybe. I don't recognize the name. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. It's been a long time as yeah, well. That was 2021 we filmed that. And, yeah. You know, I haven't seen you in three years. Yeah, Or that's anyone true. else at NIDA in three years. So. We've just been busy doing our own thing. Yeah. But yeah. hearing you doing your acting and also progressing with your dream is just so lovely to hear. And I know that a lot of people that either study acting or NIDA don't really get to that stage due to financial issues or yeah. potentially family stuff. But... It's really encouraging to see you thriving in the industry today yeah. as it is. And you look like you're beaming as well. So it's so, <laughs> so good to see. Any, so any opportunity I get to talk about acting, I will. I, yeah. I love the industry so much. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's tough, but if you love the art and you love being on set like you do, mm. you don't feel like it's work. You feel like oh, it's fun. this is like a home for you. It's right? so fun. Mm. I, feel, I, very, I feel very much at home when I'm on set. The second I'm surrounded by cameras and lights and extras and crew... I love it so much. Mm, definitely. Yeah. You're listening to Confessions with Cynthia. Here with John. So tell me about your first proper audition. Um, it's a very interesting story. So I was doing a shift at the place I was working at, and I remember I got a, a email on my phone, and I just picked it up and looked at it, and I put it down. I saw half the email. I saw that it said audition. That's all I read. And when my shift ended four hours later, I saw that they wanted me to do, uh, to submit a self-tape for a, a TV show on Channel 9, uh, but they wanted it submitted an hour ago. And I emailed back saying, thank you for the opportunity. Sorry that I, sorry for the late reply. And they said, if you can get it to us in the next hour, we'll consider it. So I rushed home. I have never done an audition before. I've never actually acted before, technically. I've only done an extra role. <laughs> I grabbed my phone, I printed off the script, and I had nowhere in my house because I lived with six people. So I went into the back shed. I set my phone up upright <laughs> so it wasn't even landscape. I filmed this audition in terrible lighting 
uh, wearing a shirt with a stain on it, um, reading from the script. <laughs> and then they emailed back saying, can you do another one quickly but without the script and put the phone <laughs> landscape? Um, and I said, yes, sure. So I had to quickly memorize this script, even though I've never memorized a script before. And I submitted it. And the next day they sent me an email saying I got the job. And that was my first ever audition. That's amazing. And it didn't go as planned, but you got it. I and got that's it. the most important thing is like you did your best mm. and you submitted it hoping for the best and you got it. And that's like a dream come true. It was incredible. Getting an an email saying you got the job. It has like, you know, this this show well, you'll have some dialogue. Um, it was called Murder Lies and Alibis on Channel Nine and it was a three-day shoot two of them are overnight which was one of my dreams as a kid to do overnight shoots just because it seemed so fun being on set with everyone overnight it's like a big sleepover it was so cool and it was so cool i got to work with the amazing lauren lothberg um uh it was just yeah it was so brilliant so much fun Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. And I'm so glad you got the role. I'm really looking forward to seeing you in all of your shows, Thank honestly. Thank you so much. No, you're welcome. Okay. Do you have any other interesting stories on set for us? I have two pretty funny stories, both involving a toilet. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, is this good or bad? It's fine. Okay. Um, this is another one on set of Thor Love and Thunder. It's a very quick story. It's just, uh, I remember I, I left... Um, to go to the, use the bathroom and when I was on the toilet uh, I was I was sitting there and I could hear someone outside the toilet stall and I was like that sounds like Borat and sure enough when I after I washed my hands and walked out Sasha Baron Cohen was standing outside my toilet no way <laughs> on the phone which is funny because I worked with uh, his wife two weeks later on the Stan original Wolf Like Me um, Isla Fisher uh, and then that's going to go into the next toilet story. Um, <laughs> when uh, I was working on set of Wolf Like Me and I went to the toilet and then I heard the toilet door open and when I walked out to wash my hand, hands, uh, Josh Gad, uh, a.k.a. Olaf from Frozen, <laughs> was standing <laughs> at the urinal. <laughs> and I washed my hands and I left and it was just, it was really funny. <laughs> Oh no! So it's just like, oh, I know this person, but I'm not going to make any eye contact. No, I didn't talk to him. No. I didn't make eye contact. I just knew it was him, and I, oh. I washed my hands and left, scurried back to my uh, <laughs> extras holding pen. <laughs> oh, at least you're being very polite and like considerate, given the situation. I've heard so many horror stories of celebrities bumping into people in bathrooms and them asking for photos and autographs and i'm like that's so inappropriate to ask someone when they're using the toilet <laughs> oh absolutely and that goes for anybody and that was so good of you not to do that as yeah well. yeah for sure and you said you promised you had another story please deliver that to us oh yes uh on the same set with isla fisher it was um a stunt scene and she had to run past my table it was in a restaurant we we're filming in a restaurant and every single take, they had to do kind of like a crash scene where Isla Fisher crashed into someone and they would drop a plate of breakaway glasses onto me. Isla Fisher was the sweetest person ever. After every take, she would give me a big hug and make sure I'm okay. 
And we did that five or six times and it was just so fun to be able to work with Isla Fisher. And I really wanted to tell her that I saw her husband two weeks ago outside the toilet. <laughs> that would have been um, I don't think she would have been surprised at all. No, so, yeah. probably not. It's <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen, but it felt a bit inappropriate. So yeah. I didn't. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And I'm so glad that she was so giving to you on set and looking after you because sometimes like in those kinds of situations when you're close to an actor, you're doing something mm. that's physical, you may accidentally hurt them. And I'm sure like she's very well aware of that and you were so sweet and kind as well where you were like yeah I'm fine yeah. you know and you would have said something if you weren't is that correct yeah 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 of course I mean I, I've done lots of scenes with actors um, that are more intimate uh, mostly extra roles I, I was in a um, I did a Netflix original as an extra I was only on set for four hours and it was with Tony Collette and the scene I had to pin a microphone on her blouse so at the start of the scene my head was in front of her blouse for a good 20 seconds and we were just chatting while I'm like this close to her chest area. Oh. <laughs> uh, and she was so sweet and we spoke about how we both grew up in Blacktown and how we both went to NIDA. Um, and yeah, you just, I guess if you just be respectful to these people, you know, it's their full-time job mm. and, you know, we're all on set for the same reason. Absolutely. It's like the um, camaraderie where you look after each other on set, you respect each other's personal space, you kind of understand that when you're in an intimate scene or at like a, a scene where it has physicality involved that you understand this we're both okay mm. this is a safe area to do this. Yeah, you just have to be yeah. really respectful. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It's their job and, you know, these people, these professionals have been mm. doing it for you know, such yes. a long time, way yeah. longer than me. Tony Collette's been in the industry since the 90s. Mm. Same with Isla Fisher and Josh Gad as well, I think, probably the early 2000s. So, you know, um, always be professional. I don't get starstruck, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all on set for the same reason, which is to create a movie or a show. I love it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Something to take away and some wonderful memories. Thank you for sharing that with us, John. That's all right. Thank you. You're listening to Confessions with Cynthia. Here with John. Now, I know it's not all rainbows and sunshine, mm. so there must have been some difficult moments for you that, you know, probably happened behind the scenes or on the set or just in life in general. What were some of the difficult moments that helped you grow? Like I said, um, when I first went to acting school, uh, like, you know, it really brought out heaps of anxiety and stuff because I realised I wasn't as confident as I thought I was. And... When I was on multiple sets and stuff, I started having panic attacks and I think it was just because I was surrounded by so many people or I was scared because it was so daunting. Um, you know, I would, I would have panic attacks at home, you know, in fear that it's not going to work out. Um, rejection, obviously, is a big thing. I, hit, I think that hits every actor at some stage. At the start of my acting career, everything kind of fell in my lap really fast. I was very lucky. You know, I got my landed my first ever audition uh, for a show on Channel Nine, and that was brilliant. Um, and then I started to get more auditions, and I I didn't get every single one, and I haven't since. And I think that is something that took me a long time to overcome. Like, still, it, it still hurts a lot. I'm a lot better with rejection now. Now I use it as an opportunity to learn and grow. But at the time, it it really messed me up. So mm. yeah, rejection, it, it, you know, my anxieties and I was having multiple panic attacks. Um, yeah. Mm, definitely. And it's something that a lot of people go through in this industry. And rejection is very hard, especially when they come thick and fast comparatively to when you get roles, mm. which is not as often as you'd like. No. But since starting your few journey as an actor, 
How do you feel about it now? I love it more now than I did three years ago. You know, mm. it's 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 become a part of my family. It's everyone that knows me knows me as, you know, John. Oh, yeah, he's an actor. You know, it's become such a big part of my self-image. And it's to this day still something I think about from morning to night. Um, the only difference is now I know so much more about it and I'm less scared and my anxiety is a lot easier to manage. And yeah, I just, I still, I, I love it so much more than I did three years ago. And I don't think I'll ever get over it. Amazing. So. I love that. It's, that's incredible to hear, really. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people, it, sometimes um, it does get to people like myself. Yeah. I could I could say it really did get to me, but mm -hmm. now I'm getting to the point where I'm finding a bit of light in the darkness and it seems like you found the light as soon as you could. And we want to know, like I want to know specifically, how did you curb the negative thoughts and rejection? I just, and it's a bit silly, but it worked for me. I just kept on watching YouTube videos of actors doing interviews and behind the scenes. And it just made me really be like, you know, if they can do it, so can I, you know, and, and seeing my friends around me succeed uh, brings me even more motivation. I refuse to get jealous if someone lands a role that I know, like my friend, the, uh, very talented Pez Warner is, uh, filming a show right now. She, she got casted as a lead and you know i love her dearly and she got casted and that was brilliant lawrence ola who i mentioned before his career has taken off since you know him and i became friends getting two guest star roles on two massive tv shows which have come out this year and that just keeps me motivated if anything you know that doesn't break me down or make me jealous you know it shows me that if they can do it so can i I will. I know I will. <laughs> Absolutely. And it feels like you have that beautiful friendship that you wanted as well on set. You met so many wonderful friends and yeah. they still are friends today. And I feel yeah. like being um, as positive as you are and rooting for your friend's success, mm. that has actually helped you in your success because they're rooting for you as well. Do you find that? Oh, it's so important, you know, mm. to keep these friends so close. Um, since graduating at Screamwise last year, every Monday without fail, five or six actors come to my house um to self-tape we haven't missed a single monday really we have a couple off but i have a studio on my house and we film self-tapes every monday um ashley benson and lewis way my two of my dearest friends they're so they're just as motivated as me and we bring each other up and we refuse to let each other say we don't want to be actors anymore and we always have this saying that it's only going to take one of us to make it into the industry and then the rest of us will bring each other up so that is commitment yeah and is there a mantra or practice that keeps you or helps you get into the zone more or less for an audition or a performance i i guess music helps a lot especially before an audition to keep me motivated just watching movies and tv shows but before an actual audition some people everyone has their own different things some people might not read the script before an audition the day before some people might not do anything and just keep their head clear i like to listen to music so yeah that's my thing <laughs> <laughs> no that's so good i love listening to music too does it keep you calm as well when you yeah. find it yeah absolutely. yeah it distracts me wonderful wonderful and what is your favorite thing about being an actor and i know this is a big question yes <laughs> but you can give me a few answers if you mm. like go ahead i guess the most common answer would probably be that i get to play someone else you know i get to distract my brain from my normal life but my real answer is just i get to be on set i i have just this absolute love for just being on an actual set you know i've had things come out that i'm in that i haven't even seen because watching them is all well and cool but 
I just want to be in, on set 24-7. I want it to be my job Monday to Friday. And, yeah, I just <laughs> love it so much. That's my favorite thing about it. Wonderful. So. No, it's, that's a really lovely answer. And I'm saying all of this and with your experience, what piece of advice would you give to people looking to start their journey becoming an actor today? I guess just stay persistent and stay obsessed with it. And I know that can be hard, but obsession is what has gotten me to this point now. It's all I think about 24-7. And, you know, you'll have doubtful thoughts and they will come up a lot. But if you stay persistent and stay obsessed, and I know a lot of people hate this word, but networking <laughs> yeah. is way, really important and people hate doing it. But it doesn't need to be networking. It can just be creating friendships. You know, surround yourself with like-minded people other creatives people that want to do things and you know if you're not getting jobs or you're not getting auditions or you're not getting an agent create your own stuff make tiktoks or youtube videos you know write your own stuff and act that's probably the best advice you could give someone just create so yeah amazing that's so very well said well thank you again for joining us today and sharing part of your story with us if you'd like to find out more about john you can follow him on Instagram at Puckeridge. The link will be available in the description. This wraps up our episode, and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye!